Welcome to the Princeton Spark. My name is Wright Sinaris. This season of the Princeton Spark podcast is focused on the story of Adora, a uniquely Princeton startup that found opportunity even in a global health crisis and achieved a dream exit. This team of student entrepreneurs built a company that disrupted the college tour industry and enabled more lower-income prospective students to access more colleges across the nation. With support from the Princeton entrepreneurial ecosystem, the Adora team launched, pivoted in the face of the coronavirus pandemic, scored some early successes, and then were acquired by a terrific company. We'll meet some of those key people who helped them along the way and explore some of the lessons that any entrepreneur can take from their experience. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Princeton Spark in your podcast listening app of choice so you don't miss the rest of this fascinating story of Princeton student entrepreneurship. From the Princeton Entrepreneurship Council, this is the Princeton Spark. I'm Wright Sinaris. The various people that make up the Princeton entrepreneurial and innovation ecosystem have long been at work, taking risks to bring transformational ideas and companies to the world in the nation's service and the service of humanity. These are the stories of entrepreneurship the Princeton way. At PEC, we support Princeton-connected startups and help to build a regional entrepreneurial ecosystem in New Jersey and beyond. In the last episode, we met Ron Miasnik, a Princeton undergrad who started working on the idea for Adora after a friend from his high school back in California came out to Princeton for a college tour and... He and I sat and got lunch afterwards, and I asked him how he enjoyed his Princeton visit, and he looked at me without flinching and said, honestly, it sucked. If you haven't heard that episode already, I encourage you to go listen to it now, wherever you found this episode, and then come back. After that blunt assessment from his friend, Ron got to work on an idea and started building a team. Meet Raya Ward. I'm Raya. I was co-founder, president, and chief product officer at Adora. I am now a design manager at Full Measure. Though, of course, at this point, titles are just titles. You do whatever needs to be done. And I will now be a rising senior, so class of 22 at Princeton, and I study human-computer interaction and design. But before she had any of these titles, she was a Princeton tour guide. And before she was even a Princeton student, she took the tour. But unlike Ron's friend, Freya, it was transformative. The story of me visiting Princeton is, is funny because Princeton was not on my list, not on my radar. I just think kind of growing up, Ivy League didn't seem something that was for me. The one thing that Princeton is known for above being just an Ivy League school is its financial aid program. And my mom was a single mom. And when we were looking at schools, affordability was a really important thing for us. And I think she saw a great school with great opportunities and a price tag that we could afford. And she was like, I know it's not on your list, but let's just, let's just go, you know, we're driving through, let's just see what it looks like. And so I said, you know what, I probably won't like it, but it's pretty, let's go see. And I took the Orange Key tour and I heard things about affordability. I heard about a flexible curriculum. I wanted to try everything. So I liked hearing about um, the ability to try different things. I kind of went, did a 180 on that tour and Princeton went from not being on my list at all to being my top school. So pretty transformative tour. Having this experience informed her own approach as a tour guide. Raya mentions the Orange Key Tour. This is the student-run tour guide service for prospective students. If you come for a campus visit in person, you'll meet the Orange Key folks. 
create tours like the one I had. I want people to come to campus and hear what they needed to hear. And I really wanted to push the story of, of affordability and access because I think it's something that Princeton does in the beginning, but also throughout the experience. And so giving the tour is really fun. I like to yeah. show people around, but I really like the end of the tour where I get to say why I chose Princeton and I get to talk about financial aid. I really just wanted if there was anyone in the audience who was like me and thought that they didn't belong or that this wasn't for them or because they want a legacy. I kind of wanted to be there, give them the tour and say, no, this could be you. We should point out that Rhea is a woman of color. Okay. When I see families of color, I normally end up, they normally end up talking to me after the tour and be kind of like, what's this like? Is it could be for me? What's it really like? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and I really appreciate that because, you know, definitely there, there are different sides to the experience. But yeah, I, I really do appreciate getting to be the person there. Even when we think of places like Princeton or the Ivy League, we picture someone who looks a lot different than me. So I appreciate right. being able to kind of go against that. Yeah, it's important for people to see people like them in places that they're going. Exactly, which is what, it was such a big part of what Adora is trying to do is saying, you know, the standard tour isn't going to fit everyone. And you want to see yourself reflected in the school. Especially as a high school, you don't really know who you are yet, but you want to see parts of yourself reflected. And Adora is helping that happen more often. Affordability and access. These themes will figure prominently as we go along. But back to Ron's friend. I was close friends with Ron when kind of the idea was germinating in his head and he kept talking about like this friend that he had that came and visited and had an awful tour and at first as a tour guide I was like so offended and I was like no you're right like I give the same tour to everyone I even have the same why Princeton to everyone you know like I'm, I'm hoping that it reaches someone in the audience but probably most of the people are very different than me and aren't designers or aren't artists or don't care about the things that I care the most about. And that's totally okay because Princeton has so much to offer and I can't talk about all of it. I don't know about all of it. And so I think just hearing this story and realizing that Ron's friend that we always talk about, he was interested in physics. Had I been his tour guide, I would not have talked about physics. And I think realizing my limitations there as a tour guide, I realized the limitations of the tour system and that there could be something here that could be a lot better. The realization that something could be a lot better is at the heart of every entrepreneurial journey. But how did this particular journey really start? That's after the break. Hello again, podcast listener. I would love for you to send this podcast to a friend, but if you're like me, and I know I am, I'm probably washing the dishes as I listen to this podcast. So you probably can't quite send this to a friend right this second. That's okay. Just remember this handy dandy acronym and send it when you're done doing the dishes. Ready? Here's the acronym. S-P-A-R-K. Spark. Send podcast along. Recommend kindly. That's send podcast along. Recommend kindly. And send the Princeton Spark to a friend. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Princeton Spark. How did Ron and Rhea meet? Um, that's such a funny story. I was his orientation leader. So on outdoor action, I was his backpacking leader. Quick aside, outdoor action is an outdoor education and leadership development program for first-year students at Princeton. So before there was an Adora, the entrepreneurial journey of Adora started with a backpacking trip. In this case, a week on the Appalachian Trail. Rhea, in addition to leading these backpacking trips, also blazed a trail in her own way. I came in like a lot of first years do, where I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I kind of wanted to try everything. And so I did that. I tried a bunch of things. And 
I liked a lot of them, but didn't love anything. And kind of things that I gravitated towards were engineering, which were like building and kind of technical thinking. Visual arts has always been a part of my life. And then kind of the human centered studies like politics and psychology. And then I discovered this crazy thing called UX, which pulled all of it together in one. And the only problem was that Princeton didn't have a program in it. But at this point, I was a sophomore. I had developed a really strong community at Princeton and didn't really want to leave. And I sat down with one of my advisors and we decided to, to create the program. And so I spent like six months working on that, got it approved. And yeah, now hopefully eventually more students will be able to pursue the same program. When Ron started building the Adora team, he turned to Rhea and her human-centered design background. A big reason why I care about design is because you can build something really, really powerful, but people don't know how to use it and it's not accessible to a wide amount of people. Who is it helping? And so a, like access is a really big part of design, I think. And so for me, it was now I can design something that's really easy to use and increase access to higher ed. These are two things I care so deeply about. That was always kind of the reason why I wanted to work on Adora. Adora provides a personalized experience to the virtual campus visit. But one of the most important aspects of Adora is that it enables prospective college students to visit more campuses. Increasing access is something that was important even before there was a pandemic to contend with. At first, we just focused on the on-campus experience and making that really great, which helped people who were already there. But I think it was honestly COVID that helped us realize what our tool could do. Because COVID forced us to say, okay, let's make it people can do this from home. And I'm like, wait, people can do it from home. They can do it from whatever home they're in, wherever they are across the world. And that was really exciting. To be clear, also a big challenge because how do you make a virtual tour engaging when you can't see the beautiful buildings and just like the magnificence of being in a place like Princeton's campus. So it was really challenging, but I think it was the opportunity to invite anyone to campus from the comfort of their home, from wherever they were. That was really motivating for us. More access for a broader range of high school students to consider colleges they may not have considered, now there is some value there. Not just for Princeton, but for all colleges and universities. The racial equity protest climate of the summer of 2020 also brought new perspective to the importance of the work that the Adora team was doing. And from those times, we can draw a lesson from how they dealt with both the pandemic and the George Floyd aftermath. Adora, we went through some really hard times as a team. We went through a pandemic. We went through the Black Lives Matter protests together, recent anti-Asian violence. And when those events happen as a team, we've gotten on a call and we've said like, hey, we're all different people, different backgrounds, let's talk about it. And I think what I learned over the last two years is the reason, what motivates me to do the work I do. Some people, it's just, you know, the practice. I love design and I'll design anything. I just love being a designer. I do love being a designer, but that's not what motivates me. What motivates me is team and mission. So having a great group of people behind me who I feel like I can align with culturally and who understand me and respect me, and that's really important. One, we went through a really hard time in the last year of, of our, our nation really reckoning with, with race. And that was a really hard thing to go through while building a company and really by while doing anything. But it's been a constant battle of also important thing to know is I'm the only female on the founding team. So for a good while, I was the only female on our team. And I think there were a lot of times where I just felt different, like I had a different perspective, like I communicated differently than my team and that I communicated differently than the people we were getting advice from who had experience in the industry. Like just feeling different was like, has been a constant experience, one in my life, but two, especially in being a founder. Luckily I have 
amazing co-founders who were really receptive to feedback and to me expressing you know, discomfort or what I needed, needed more from them. So I really appreciate that. Venture capital investors like to say that they bet on the jockey and not the horse, which is to say it's more the people executing on the idea that matters, less so the actual idea. The second thing that really motivates me is mission. So working on something that I believe with my heart, I'm going to, I want to be thinking about this when I go to bed. I want to wake up thinking about it. Like it's a problem I care about. Access to higher ed was really, really fun of mind for me as a college student, as someone who's, whose life had been changed by, you know, the university I went to. Entrepreneurs listening out there, are you going to bed and waking up thinking about your mission, whether you have a startup, a nonprofit, your art, whatever your venture is? If not, why not? Last episode, we met Ron, who had the idea and the entrepreneurial upbringing. In this episode, we met Rhea, who brought the user experience and design expertise. In part three of our nine-part series on Adora, we'll meet the third member of this Adora-powered trio, Joseph, the computer science whiz. The Princeton Spark is a production of the Princeton Entrepreneurship Council, which is Anne-Marie Maman, Don Seitz, Lauren Bender, Diane DiLorenzo, Neil Betwin, and me, Wright Sinieris. I engineered this episode on Zoom, working from home. Additional engineering by Dan Kearns at the Princeton Broadcast Center. Edited by Brandon After. I designed the sound and music for this episode. Our theme music is by The Treadmills, who are me on guitar and bass, and John DeMond on drums. Special thanks to Alice Sinieris, Scott Colin, Ron Miasnik, Ray Award, Heather Massey, and Tiffany Novak at Creative Circle. The comments and suggestions box is always open. Send an email to sparkpod at princeton.edu. If there is a topic on entrepreneurship or a person that you'd like to hear from, please let us know. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Princeton Spark. You'll find some extra content there. You can put some faces to the names and voices that you heard on this episode and more. We also have a newsletter so you don't miss out on anything Princeton Spark. You can subscribe at PrincetonSpark.com. The views expressed by our guests on this show are theirs and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Princeton Entrepreneurship Council, the Office of the Dean for Research, Princeton Innovation, or Princeton University. If you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please do so wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.